Today is the beginning of season four of the Empowerment Zone. Welcome back as we kick off another great season. Today, I have an enlightening conversation with Vincenzo and Dr. Gabriela Piscopo, founders of the Wheels of Happiness Foundation. They are on a mission to change lives by empowering people with motor disabilities. And for over 10 years, their organization has provided individuals with medical equipment, medical supplies, scholarships, education, and financial aid in seven different countries. With these resources, individuals are able to reintegrate into society and add value to their family and communities. And that is what social impact is all about. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone with Ramona Houston, where we zone in on black and brown relations and our journey to empowering our communities. Listen to learn why it is so important to support people with motor disabilities. It empowers them to live purposeful and meaningful lives. Vincenzo serves as the CEO of the United Spinal Association and Dr. Gabriela Piscopo is a professor at Morehouse College. And together they magnify their impact through the Wheels of Happiness Foundation. Enjoy our conversation and see show notes for more information about Vincenzo and Dr. Gabriela Piscopo and the Wheels of Happiness Foundation. Also, make sure you mark your calendars for their annual gala, which will be held on September 30th in Atlanta, Georgia. I will definitely be there and they will definitely value your support. As always, please subscribe to the Empowerment Zone podcast and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Your support will ensure that we continue our journey in empowerment and impact. Thank you. Enjoy our conversation. Hello, welcome to season four of the Empowerment Zone. We are so excited about this upcoming season where we're featuring all types of guests who are empowering and impacting our communities. And today I'm absolutely delighted to feature uh, Vincenzo and Gabriela Piscopo, who are founders of the Wheels of Happiness Foundation. Um, we're going to learn all about their story and the founding of Wheels of Happiness Foundation, but they have a gala coming up on September 30th um, this year um, in Atlanta, and we look forward to talking about the gala and encouraging all of you listeners out there to attend the gala, as well as support the organization in the many ways that you can through um, uh, donations, in-kind, and financial. And so uh, the, the um, Wheels of Happiness Foundation is not only uh, impacting the United States, they're impact making a global impact. So we're really excited about featuring them today. So welcome, Vincenzo and Gabriela. Um, calling, I, I love calling Gabriela Gabby. So uh, you'll hear me referring to her as Gabby throughout this interview. But welcome to the Empowerment Zone and welcome back, Vincenzo. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Ramona. Thank you for having um, us here. We, we really appreciate your invitation. 
Well, I am really excited about working with you all in helping you to accomplish your mission. Uh, as our audience knows, uh, my work focuses on social impact and sustainability, and that's what the Wheels of Happiness is all about. So uh, tell us, you know, we always start off with, uh, I love to learn about our guests. So tell me a little bit about uh, your background and, you know, your story. Tell me a little bit personally and professionally. Yeah. So we are both from Venezuela, uh, immigrated to the United States about 30 years ago. We came to study, got our master's degrees, um, and started working for corporate, both of us. And so at Coca-Cola, I uh, did in the, in the chemical industry. And if our life evolved in a way that now we ended up working a lot more with nonprofits and in my case in academics, um, after working in the industry for a while, I decided to uh, get my PhD in marketing and today I um, work as a professor at Morehouse College and um, and so stories will, will evolve a little more and he will tell us, but uh, tell it. But we met in Venezuela and um, we decided to come to the United States, as I say, to study. I came first. He followed me. <laughs> that's her story. <laughs> her story, yes. It was supposed to be just to study, go back, but things, um, opportunities open up here in the United States. And uh, we stayed and it was going to be just a few years and then more and more. And now we have a life here. We have four kids. Um from uh, Rafael is 26, Antonella is 23, both of them out of college, and then we have twins who are in college. So we're very happy with our life here. Yeah. Yeah, one thing, no, the only thing that I was going to say is that um, I, you know, we immigrated to the U.S. and my parents, who are Italian, they immigrated to Venezuela. Then I followed and I immigrated from Venezuela to here. And now my parents are back in Italy. So we are a family of immigrants. And, uh, and, and you know, and, and, and that has been a, a big uh, teaching for us. So the fact that we were in, you know, that we came from in, immigrant families and that we end up in, immigrating here in the U.S., uh, it gives us, a, you know, a very different perspective of, of the world that has been extremely useful for us, uh, you know, as a family, uh, personally, but a lot also professionally. Yes, well, I love hearing, uh, I need to call refer to her as Dr. Gabby, uh, that <laughs> she is uh, a professor at Morehouse. I'm also a former professor at Morehouse. And so it's uh, great to see you uh, contributing to that institution. And also to hear about uh, your immigrant status and uh, being from all different parts of the world, Europe, South America, and living in the U.S., I am sure uh, as you stated, Vincenzo, that uh, it really changes your perspective when you're able to live around different people, learn about different cultures, and uh, you really have an appreciation in terms of a global perspective and how you view things. So um, I can't wait to learn even more um, uh, through working with you all. So um, 
We're here talking about the Wheels of Happiness Foundation, which is an organization that both of you uh, founded. And it's great to see a couple working together on a common mission. And so can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to found this organization? Sure. So I, um, 13 years ago, I got uh, a spinal cord injury that left me paralyzed. And, uh, and my recovery was very successful. And uh, the success of my recovery was, you know, I, I'm, I'm still unable to walk, but I'm, uh, you know, I have a fulfilling life, I have a job, I have a family. So uh, my recovery was uh, successful in that sense. And the reason why it was successful was because, you know, I had a lot of support, right? So I had support from my family, I had support from my employer at that time, who, who you know, which was the Coca-Cola company, my neighbors. And I was, you know, had the great opportunity to do my rehab in one of the best rehabilitation centers for people with spinal cord injury that happens to be here in Atlanta, the Shepherd Center. And, uh, and for me that, uh, you know, because of that, uh, Gabby and I always felt a lot of appreciation and gratitude for that. And uh, while I was doing, you know, and we all, always felt that need of, uh, of giving back because of all that we received from our community and all that. Uh, while I was at Shepherd, I had the, the honor of meeting a priest from Uganda that uh, Father Thomas, that he did not have the same luck that I had. So he, in Uganda, he had a motorcycle accident that also left him paralyzed, but he didn't have the, the community support or the, you know, the financial support or the medical support. And, uh, and after his accident, he, you know, he spent a whole year in bed without any kind of rehabilitation and, uh, and without the opportunity to continue giving back to his community. So he, you know, through the help of some Samaritans, he was able to be brought to the US, to the Shepherd Center. And after a month and a half, he went back to Uganda uh, and he- Completely you know, transformed. Completely transformed and was able to go back and serve his community in Uganda. So that uh, story uh, impacted both Gabby and I, and that, in addition to that uh, uh, need, that need of, of paying forward, we said, you know what, we should start a nonprofit that does precisely that, that gives that little push to people when they go through those catastrophic experiences so that they can get back and live life with dignity and contribute to their communities. So that's how uh, the idea of Wheels of Happiness started. So we started Wheels of Happiness as a way to pay, pay forward for everything that we got, uh, inspired by the, the, the story of Father Thomas. Of Father Thomas. And it the, started very, very humble, just calling friends saying, okay, can you pitch in? Because we're gonna send some supplies to Father Thomas and some other um, people with disability in Uganda. And uh, so that was like the start. And then there was more need, more need, then Venezuela, and then uh, other friends from Colombia. And Peru and then Mexico. And then, you know, we, we started growing. We are not a, you know, Wheels of Happiness is not a huge organization. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, our, our annual budget is limited. 
but uh, but we're so proud of the impact that that organization does. I mean, I think we can say that you know we impact probably around a hundred people every year. And when we say the last, the last year was more like two hundred, like two hundred people, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and the impact that we do really transforms the lives of those folks, right? Because they live. Most of the people that we support are people that live in very disadvantaged areas of the world where they have no resources, you know, no medical resources, no financial resources. So they their life is not. Uh, they don't live in dignity. And uh, and with that little push that we give them through, you know, sending them a wheelchair or giving them medical supplies and all that, they first start living life with dignity, but then they start living. And the beautiful part of it is that many of them start giving back to society and to their communities, uh, paying it forward uh, the same way as we do it. And it's been a, uh, it's, it's had a, a multiplier effect that you know we might help only two hundred people every year, but those two hundred people end up inspired and energized to help even more people. So that's and what makes us very proud is that we do that with with limited resources because, as Gabby said, you know our resources come from the gala that is happening soon. That we hope that all the folks that are listening to this great podcast you know, get excited about us and join us that day. And then the contribution that people do to our organization. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It makes all the difference in the world when uh, unexpected occurrences happen in our life and we have support systems. Um, having the support system of your family, of your employer, of your neighbors. And then I love the story of your children supporting you. Like um, I, uh, Vincenzo has been on the Empowerment Zone before and um, he talked about accessibility was his main theme. And he talked about how his children inspired him said, okay, I don't, uh, I know you had an accident, but when are you coming to my baseball game? Or <laughs> I love that story. I always share it that, you know, right. children have a way of inspiring us too. Yeah. There have been so many uh, instances. And I also remember, you know, when you don't, you don't wish this uh, an injury on anybody. And if you ask me, okay, yeah, I would prefer a life where Enzo um, was well, fully not. able and not, not using a wheelchair. But if it happens, we internalize it and our life is great. Um, it's not, we don't define our life just, you know, based on a, on a disability, but it has had also many positive impact, on, impact our on our life and I remember one story I don't know if you told it in the other um, podcast. podcast but it was one of the twins um, she had a little stuffed animal that was brief and she came and say uh, can you fix it and I said I don't know um, maybe we can discard it and, and get another one and she's like what imagine if we discard that because now he he has an injury he he's broken so no and I say okay we'll see we are fixing the stuff animal you are right everyone has deserve you know uh, the oh, right to 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 have opportunities and to continue living so uh, I love that story I love that yeah. story because it just shows how his life impacted how she interprets 
thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and you know, and it also has you know has taught our kids, but not only our kids, you know, also our nephews and and you know family. And family you know, to, to have uh, more empathy, more compassion, more understanding, more acceptance. Those are, and all those are skills that are so needed in our society that, uh, you know, it makes it, uh, you know, I wouldn't say worth it uh, because it's never worth to have a, an injury like this, but it makes, it, it helps us to make sense out of it, you know? So, uh, and for that, you know, we, we're very grateful. Yes, I uh, appreciate you talking about how support makes a difference and you all being inspired by Father Thomas Gabula, who is from Metiana, uh, Metiana Uganda, uh, and how comparing, not that you want to compare, hey, he did not have everything that I had in terms of my re rehabilitation, so this is how I can help him. And then for it to blossom and grow into this big oak tree that you were only planning to, you know, help here and there, paying it forward, as you stated. But how, um, you know, just his story inspired you to found an organization that's very powerful. Yeah. And one thing, Ramona, that, you know, one thing, you know, led to the other. But, you know, as we got more involved in this organization and helping more people, you know, the, the, you know, it came also the realization that the need of people with disabilities is huge. I mean, there are so many people in Africa and in South America that have a disability that are having a very, very, very tough life that, uh, you know, they really, really need the help. And that is also something that has, you know, energized us. To and continue. to continue and it's not easy to work on a on a non-profit you are all the time you know trying to get that donation that is gonna allow us to help someone who needs it dearly and and it's so hard to get that donation sometimes you just want to give up and give in and then you say no no because there is this responsibility i have and and it's not only outside the US because there are people here that in don't have insurance. And even though there are many, many more resources here, they we still need always it. find cases that come to us. Yeah, right now we're that. helping a, a, an individual that, uh, you know, he got paralyzed from a gunshot here in Atlanta that has no insurance. And uh, so he, he didn't have access to, you know, to, to rehabilitation either. And uh, so we gave, you know, his wheels of happiness gave him a, a wheelchair. We even had to give him a, because he's very poor, we even had to give him a bed because he was sleeping on a couch, right? So he really, and it's, you know, it's happening here, like, you know, 20 miles from our house, which is incredible. And he got a wheelchair. He had a wheelchair, but not a, a, a rubber wheelchair. You don't have, you don't understand that until you you know about uh, some injuries with a spinal cord injury the wheelchair to make someone independent is is very specific it needs for their to body be, yeah it needs to be uh, proper and it needs to be compact and, and light right light. Because, yeah, yeah exactly and he didn't have that so so we were able to donate one to him to him yeah and you know he's doing much better he still needs a lot of help in fact you know I'm really hoping that from this. Uh, gala 
that we're doing, we are able to get enough funds so that we can continue helping in, in South America and Africa, but also to continue help this guy that and right now and all and others that really need it. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because you know, so you know, we've helped I, we've helped somebody um, in the Midwest of the U.S. also that was like in similar conditions. We, you know, we didn't get to meet the person in, in person. We, you know, I don't know her face. You know, we only know her needs. And through her, her case manager, we were able to, to learn the impact that that help has had on her. And those are the kind of things that make us, you know, feel energized, like, you know, feel good about our mission, but also uh, makes us also you know, increase that obligation that we that have commitment. to continue that commitment yeah. that we have to continue with this mission because the need is there. And, uh, you know, we are, you know, we, we are, uh, you know, we are people of faith and, uh, and we know that, uh, you know, that that's our role and our responsibility, you know, that I was, you know, assigned from us, from divinity. And, uh, and, you know, we, we are committed to that. I love the fact that, you know, you talk about empowering and impacting others so that they can live a life of dignity, but most importantly, live a life of purpose. You talk about being, uh, you know, uh, divinely inspired in your obligation and responsibility you feel to help others, but by helping others, they're able to contribute to their family and communities. Exactly. And all of us, all of us, no matter who we are, you know, the role and purpose in life is really to serve and to serve others. And so by empowering others, you're magnifying service because then they are able to serve. Exactly. And we have a case, Ramona, uh, that of, a, of an individual that it's like the perfect example of, of what you're saying that we were able to help in Venezuela. He was also paralyzed from a gunshot. And, um, you know, he didn't have the right wheelchair and the right resources. And the Wheels of Happiness started helping him with a proper wheelchair and uh, and medical supplies and all that. And that, you know, detonated his life. I mean, he is now uh, an advocate in Venezuela. He's working. He's giving so much. He's giving back to society so much. He even, he's you know, he's a coach of a basketball wheel <laughs> And he's an entrepreneur who is the one who founded the repair shop for wheelchairs that we support. And he wants to grow. He's looking for probably funds to to grow that as a as, as an a enterprise as a business and he's you know giving services and when we have a case we we get the services from him we we get he find um, all wheelchairs, all wheelchairs and fix and them and then we pay him and he provides it to one of our cases but he's also trying to get some others so he's incredible and we are not claiming responsibility for his personality because he had that to begin with but but he, it's he actually was that push exactly. that, that he the, needed the goodwill share and also the medical uh, supply your, your uh conversations with him right he saw your example so he's great great but I, and not only you know not only is he 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 and he's very poor right you know, he lives in a very very poor area of valencia venezuela 
and uh, and with his limited resources, he started a soup kitchen in his house to help the little kids in his community that were starving to that. I mean, that were starving, and that's that's incredible, and that's just because that little push yeah. that the Wheels of Happiness Foundation was able to give him, because it actually allowed him to leverage his brilliance, to leverage what he already had inside. Uh, what Wheels of Happiness did is was opening it so that you know him and his community can benefit from it. I love it, and and that's what you all do is uh, enable people to leverage their uh, their gifts and talents and uh, experience and knowledge, which they already have. They yeah. just need that little push, as you stated. I'm also happy that you highlighted that you're not only helping people in the United, uh, in um, countries, in other countries outside of the United States, but that there is a need here because a mm -hmm. lot of people don't realize or really recognize um, the the um, discrepancies that we have in our society. Oh, yes. There are a lot of people who are in need. So we we still have work to do in the U.S. So um, I know we've mentioned it several times about your upcoming gala. So can you tell us a little bit about the gala and what you hope to accomplish and its purpose, its mission? And let's to tell us about the gala. Sure. Um, this is going to be our seventh uh, gala, even though two were virtual oh, yeah. for, for the right reason. Oh, it's our eighth. Okay. So uh, we started having this annual event uh, fundraiser. Uh, one of the things with our gala is that we try to make it a very fun and, and good feel type of event. Um, we try to avoid boring, so that's a, a good thing. And then we always end up dancing, and it's a great energy um, every year. Everybody so, lives excited, excited, happy. Yeah. Happy and fulfilled that they are having a great night while helping this incredible organization and this incredible mission. This year is in September 30th. Is at the um, Marriott Perimeter Center, Atlanta Marriott Perimeter Center, and um, it includes dinner, as they say, and and dancing and other entertainment, and you know, and drinks, and drinks wine, and wine, yeah. And with the money, the proceeds from that event is that we fund all these cases that we have been mentioning. So. That money that we get is going to go to change lives. We are a volunteer-based organization. We don't have employees. So most of the proceeds go directly to help people like Cesar that we mentioned, like Father Thomas, who went to change their own communities. They changed their destiny to make a change in their community. And that's what we do. And, and, and okay. No, no, I was gonna say that uh, last year we started uh, a having a tradition of having a theme for the gala that was related to the countries that we support. So last year we did Venezuela because that's our country of our origin and we do a lot, you know, we help a lot in Venezuela. But this year we decided to do it about Uganda because Uganda was actually the inspiration for this great organization. And we are honoring, you know, and to honor Father Thomas. So we're giving it a little bit of flair of Uganda 
Uh, obviously, Gabby and I are not from Uganda, but we are, you know, researching and all that so that we can, you know, uh, let people know about this beautiful country. And also, uh, it's a way also for us to like thank uh, Uganda for being for inspiring us to start this this organization. Yep, yeah, exactly. So, so I hope that uh, if you're listening and you are in Atlanta and you're free on September 30th, come and, and um, enjoy and celebrate with us. If not, you can always make a donation uh, on our website. In fact, I'm not, you know, when I talk to my friends now, I don't call it a gala, I call it a party because <laughs> it is actually a party. You know, the, the gala piece of it is, you know, probably like 45 minutes of the event. You know, but the rest of it is fun. You know, it's just, you know, you get to know, to meet a lot of great people. There is like always great silent action uh, uh, items. items donated by a lot of our partners that we are so thankful. And then there is a live auction with great, uh, you know, prices also there, trips and, and things of that nature. But I think that on top of that, it's just like the that celebration, celebration of the spirit of the of the resilience of the of the human spirit. Yes. Yes, I totally agree with you all. The uh, gala is such a great event, and it's for a great cause. Uh, I attended my well, actually, this is my third gala. Uh, the first gala I attended was virtual, as you stated, and then last year um, the one last year that um, focused on Venezuela was great. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year we're focusing on Uganda and I have the opportunity to assist with planning uh, the event. Yeah. We are very thankful, thankful. for your, your support, Ramona, definitely. It's, it's been a pleasure to work with y'all. Y'all are uh, great clients with a great mission. You know, that's what it's all about is the mission and making an impact and empowering uh, communities. So can you uh, tell us one more time about the gala, the date, the, and where they can go to get information about the gala? Yes, it's on Saturday, September 30th at the Atlanta Marriott Perimeter Center and at 6 p.m. And you can go to our website, www.willsofhappiness.org and there will be a link there to the uh, tickets, yeah. information to about the event. event. Yeah. And also, if you cannot attend, there is a link to donate. Yeah. And it's also the gala, you know, starts at six o'clock and then, you know, goes from six to seven is the pre-function when we we, uh, we we will have like live music and, you know, light uh, hors d'oeuvres and, uh, you know, and drinks. And then after that, uh, the doors open and the actual event starts. And during the event, we will have, you know, li li two live bands yeah. playing dinner and, you know, with uh, two bottles of wines uh, per table. And uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, four hundred fifty dollars, which is nothing. You can spend that, you know. If you go out for dinner, you end up spending it, that money. It is a lot of. I, I mean, with that money, we can create a very important impact on somebody's life. So, if you think about it, 
you are having fun and you're helping. It's like the perfect combination, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> right, for yeah. only $150, for only $150. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. And if you go with your, your significant other or your friend and you buy, you know, a couple tickets, it's actually $250. So you save right. some money there. And if you buy the whole table, then, you know, you get a free ticket. So, yeah, and, and a bit more. So it's... Uh, it's a great, uh, it's a great deal, and yeah. yeah, and you will feel great about it. So one of my traditions in at, at the empowerment zone is uh, supporting students so they they can achieve success in college, and so I always ask my guests, what strategy would you give a student to ensure that they're successful in college? So let's start with the professor, mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Gabby. Um, could you tell us what school or schools did you attend, your majors and degrees, and then what is that strategy you would give students to ensure that they're successful in college? Okay, I studied economics in the Universidad de Carabobo in Venezuela, and then um, a master uh, in business, an MBA at Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh, and then my PhD in marketing at Georgia State. So I have graduated three times, uh, proudly, and my, my, yeah, the one thing is consistency, go to class, read your emails to see what's going on and pay attention. Just be consistent. Even if you fail one test, just keep going, keep trying to improve it and keep working because it pays off. Thank you, but Dr. Gabby. I could go on and on and on. I know you on, could. <laughs> one advice, just don't miss class and read your emails and just be aware of what's going on. Right about you? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think that one of the things that I would say to, you know, to anybody, but especially like the kids, especially kids from disadvantaged areas, you know, is that don't focus, you know, because that has been one of the things that for me has been one of the things that have helped me to be successful is not to focus on the things that I don't have but just focus on the things that I do have and leverage them to the maximum. And I think that sometimes, you know, we tend to pity too much, pity ourselves too much. And in the process, we forget a lot of the gifts that we already have that we can use in our benefit. So that's the first thing, you know, just focus on the things that you have, the things that you can, uh, can do and just leverage it to the maximum. And then the other thing that I would say to kids is that, Challenges are, is, you know, you always will have challenges in life and you will always uh, have obstacles. Use those as your superpower. You know, it's like I, what I tell people with disabilities, you know, it's like use your disability as your superpower. Uh, because if you think about challenges, what challenges do is make you stronger. What challenges do is make you, uh, is give you uh, more experience, make you stronger, teach you things. So instead of using those challenges and those failures and those things hard as uh, and pity yourself, learn from them and use that as a power to get better and better. 
So Vincenzo, I love that advice too. So before we go on, could you tell us uh, what schools did you attend and what your majors were in degrees? Sure. Uh, so I also got a, a, a degree in economics from Venezuela, from the Universidad Católica Andres Bello. Then I got an MBA from Carnegie Mellon. Uh, she followed me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, uh, and after that, I got another master in creative and change leadership from Buffalo State College. So this is great advice from the two of you on strategies for college success. Be consistent. Go to class. Check your emails. Pay attention in class. Be consistent. Secondly, don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have and leverage what you have uh, to the maximum. Love that advice. A lot of times we look at what other people have that we don't have and think that that is some kind of um, uh, challenge for us when actually um, we already have a lot within us. Start with what you already have. And then lastly, life's challenges are inevitable and we have to use our challenges as our superpower love all of that great advice thank you so much for the two of you for being on the empowerment zone and also thank you for entrusting me to assist you with your gala and fundraising it has been a such a pleasure to work with both of you and the wills of happiness foundation Thank you, Ramona. Thank you. We're honored to have you and your team. A special thank you to the incredible team of the Empowerment Zone. Terry Gully, theme song. NADWorks, digital support. And, of course, our featured guest, 